Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And welcome to another episode of Mystery on the Rocks, the show where we take unsolved true mysteries and cocktails and we have them together and you listen to the stuff. Hello. Uh, we're going to record an intro at some point or I'm just going to keep... Nah, keep doing it. Rambling. Keep fucking it up, mate. Someone like said a... that they'd stop listening if it was a standard oh, if I, if, oh, really? If there, was, <laughs> if there was like a done one? Yeah, okay, so like, yeah, we did say one episode. We were like, oh, we'll do a standardized one. Record it once, play yeah. it at the start of each episode. And someone tweeted and went, if you don't make Masood do it every single episode, <laughs> every time. I'm going to stop listening. <laughs> if you don't we make should it... do, for the Patreons, we should do yeah. like all the bumbled beginnings of Oh, episodes. it's like a super cut. Yes. yes, if you like this podcast and you want it to continue, it's all in your hands. Patreon.com slash Mystery on the Rocks. Ooh, yeah. If you want to go you one can... step further, head, head, to, head to there. There's loads of cool things on all the We've different got tiers. extra content. Extra. And like, like extra, extra. extra like read all about it. Extra. Just click and Patreon. It's, uh, and it's thanks to our patrons, such as John Wallace, that we can carry on doing the podcast. Thank, Thank you, John, John Wallace. Wallace. Thanks, Big Dubs. Any others? Uh, no, one at a time. Let's <laughs> spoil them. <laughs> he makes it sound like we've only got one. We've just got, we've got two. <laughs> <laughs> you know how some podcasts will read it out their patrons at the end and be like, okay, and now to read out all our fantastic patrons. John Wallace. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Mystery on the rocks, oh yeah. Mystery on the rocks, yeah. Mystery on the rocks, Okay, so in my um, research for last year's Edinburgh show that never happened, obviously, because 2020 was a write-off and I'm only 35, Mm -hmm. I was going to do a whole bit in my show about ASMR because I find it really odd. Mm -hmm. Not even like, I do find it kind of disgusting, but I find the whole thing really weird. Yeah, There's a, they like read out all their Patreons at the end of their ASMR videos. Do they whisper? As ASMR, so they're like, thank you very much to my Patreons, Jim. And then, but like some of them have got really weird names. So like, Big Boy Magoo. Yeah, because they're usernames, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, right. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because we've got one. We've got one. Iggy, yeah. Iggy Thrust. Oh yeah. Uh, Iggy, Iggy That's Thrust. it. That's thank it. You. Thank you, Iggy Thrust. <laughs> yeah, ASMR, um, Mystery on the Rocks. Someone's been murdered. We don't know. And now Ooh. they did it. That should be that should be how we read all our patrons. We should all okay, we'll do it as ASMR. Oh, hang on, hey, hang on. Oh my who's goodness, who's this? this? Holy shit! Oh, hi, hi guys. What? Well, wow! How it's... unexpected to see you. Uh, Julia Burton. Hey. Oh my goodness. Star of stage, audio, and visual. I thought Juliet you were just going to leave. I thought you were going to leave it. Stage. Yeah, just yeah. star of stage. <laughs> and then yeah. just leave it hanging. Thank you for coming into our bar. I mean, yes, please welcome. social distance. Thanks for coming in. And how are you? 
I'm, I'm, I'm very well, thank you. I'm all the better for seeing all of you three here. Hey. Um, we love working oh, here thanks, at this Julia. bar. Yes. This is, is a is great fantastic. bar. I've already <laughs> double fisted. I don't know who served me if we haven't, <laughs> if we haven't met yeah, well, yet. It but... certainly wasn't me. Our USP is that as people walk through the door, we force a drink upon them. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if anything, if, nice if each... Catch. If each of you forced a drink on me, um, then I'm missing a drink. So I should oh, really, because yeah. I've, I've only got two at the That's moment. Guys. Drink, so, so Juliet, what are you drinking from yes, a beautiful you? glass, if I Fantastic. may? Fantastic. So, um, okay. Well, be the beautiful glass is actually from uh, the lovely Suze Kempner. It was my it birthday was present. Like, oh. It was a gift. It was a beautiful birthday present from it's the lovely Susie Kempner. It is. Now, um, in this particular glass, what I've got is I've got Frangelico, which was my Christmas <laughs> present from the lovely Susie Kempner. So um, that's about uh, two thirds Frangelico and yes. then... Um, and then a little bit of uh, Tia Maria, oh, um, okay. and then some Cointreau. And oh, I think wow. I might marry this drink. Yeah, oh my God. that sounds incredible. Does it, it taste like an orange quality street? Or... It does taste oh. like an orange quality street. I was thinking, cause it's not an, it's not an orange, like a chocolate orange. Cause it's not, there's no chocolate mm. liqueur in there, mm -hmm. but yeah, like a, like a, just tastes really good. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then the other drink, which I'll be honest. You need it, a name for the first one. Oh, yeah, the name the for the first one. one? Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Um, ooh, oh, God. Oh, God. I'm, um, uh, I'm going to call it the Oh, God. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so the Oh, God. I like the The. We'll keep yeah. the, the, the Oh, God. The Oh, God. Yeah. Um, and then the, this other one is mm. um, the last bit of um, Imperial Co-op vodka. That <laughs> <laughs> so that's Did it empty. turn blue? Is that what happened? It just, you, just <laughs> you leave it for long enough. Well, don't worry. I've got, in case I like it, I've got more, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, which is a Tesco owned, uh, own brand. So just for I the listeners, bowl this in our bar. we've got, you've got so much and you're allowing me to just manhandle it as well. Um, I like, I like the last of as a measure. Yes. The last of the vodka. Well, uh, that's what I'm going to call this drink because um, honestly, what, what the listeners aren't seeing is firstly the last of this tiny weenie bottle that's only 35 centiliters. And now I've got a whole bottle, which is God. It's one whole litre of vodka. Litre of vodka, um, that's perfect. And yeah, I've mixed fantastic. that with some blue orange. It's just called blue oh, orange. the blue, blue orange. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and right, yeah, yeah, yeah. What I never really appreciated before was that on the bottle it says, exotic cocktails made easy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's it's not easy to drink, I'll tell you that. It tastes foul. Um, so, oh, no. <laughs> so I've made one absolutely blissful cocktail and the other yeah. one, well, I'm, I'm going to call no, it the other one the last of us because it is Perfect. just the last yeah. of us all of us it's just horrible you should have you should have that one and then have the old god for pudding yes. well i'm yeah, gonna yeah. i've got enough uh ingredients sorry okay. you've you've got enough ingredients behind the bar surely <laughs> yes, to make yes, me yeah. to make me loads of these so we're gonna have to go one to then the other because you can't have sunshine without the rain right so <laughs> that's locked down actually i think i think it should be called that one should be called sunshine without the rain that's, yeah that's, i feel like that's oh, very good. what the blue the blue one I think the combo that. should be sunshine without the rain. Yeah. So you have to drink them. You can't mix them. Let's not mix them. <laughs> no, no, you can't mix them, but you have to have one with the well, other. I mean, if it was me, I would, but you should. Julia, That's it. Yeah. You're the first, you're the first <laughs> guest to bring a chaser. <laughs> <laughs> and it's another cocktail. Yeah. That's amazing. Uh, 
I also have behind. Well, no, sorry. I also have behind me because I'm standing with my back bar to the bar in your bar. You're standing behind the bar. That's okay. I'm we're in front of it. And we're facing you're serving you. us. Yeah. I've, I've, I've pole vaulted over the bar. That's yes. what I do in every bar that I go in. Is I just take my own it's, pole vault. It's just nice you found one that is like that's fine. Thank like you. The, you. You leapfrog over the bar and go. Which vodka is it? Co-op, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still there decanting it into a Smirnoff bottle. Like, stop, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I will, I've also got, yeah, I've got some more Cointreau. Some more, I've got some tequila back there um, oh, yeah. as well. Ooh, which one? Um, oh, the Jueves. Jueve, oh, Jueve. yes. That one, Cuevre. I'm currently, I'm <coughs> on the, the um, Olmeca Altos. Oh, yeah. It's white, it's white nice. tequila. And if you get some lime, you get yourself, you make yourself a margarita. Well, instead, I made a Long Island iced tea and it was beefy. Oh. Um, I finished it and it was <laughs> more than half the glass was lick, liquor. <laughs> I topped it up with Coke and I drank the whole thing. Oh, I hit my <laughs> earphones very hard then. But I've got a spare drink. Like Juliet, I always bring a chaser. It's a oh, gimlet. Oh, nice. I, I saw like, um, the uh, the roses uh, little little cordial there. That's nice. Yeah, yeah. I made I made a gimlet. So I've got uh, Waitrose distilled London dry gin, crisp and zesty. Oh, look What's at me at the co-op and you. I'm, at... I'm decanting. I'm decanting it into this fucking Gordon's bottle. Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> yeah, Waitrose, brilliant. Yeah, I mean, you know, full on going posh and a bit of roses lime cordial. You put equal parts of both in a a martini glass you got yourself a gimlet you're yes, meant to rim the rim but uh, yeah <laughs> but at the end of the day like don't do that you don't need to. <laughs> you don't need to well because like you can do that's the traditional gimlet that way and then there's yeah. the reinvented way when you do it with fresh lime no, uh, fuck off. Yeah, <laughs> now, which way do you prefer masu because i think you've said before about the reinvented gimlet I, and you've gone Nah, it's I I quite like the, the cheapy one with the with the cordial. It's I think so it's nice. easy. It's so easy. So my mum had nice. one at our favourite cocktail bar, Juliet. We've never been there, have we? Um, Freud's. Freud's. Yeah, because I've got it. I've still got it on my saved tabs ah. because the number of times you've said let's go to Freud's yeah. and then we never <laughs> yeah. have. I bring it up uh, too much. It's amazing <laughs> because it's, it's been closed since March 2020. Like I can't I wait think for a big Freud's, night out. Freud's. Yeah, I think at Freud's, mm. I've I've had over the several visits, I've probably had about ten cocktails there and mm. also at freud's i've had eight of the best cocktails i've ever had it's so <laughs> yeah, good. good and it's pretty reasonable so like, tell me yeah. is it is it somewhere where like they invent new cocktails or is it like the best of the classics that you've ever had they've they got, do do classics but they do they've got a huge chalkboard behind the bar which is like the width of the bar and it's got probably 80 different cocktails and you look yeah. at them and you go oh that one and they're, and, they're, they're, they're yeah. separated into base spirits yes so, like whiskey yeah. cocktails gin cocktails tequila mm. amazing that sounds good because the last time susan and i went for cocktails it was at a bar yeah. where it was like you could tell them just your personality ah <laughs> uh, one of those places how is your coke in a bucket susan <laughs> <laughs> I said, right, what would you make me for my personality? And they were like, here's a panda pop. We <laughs> <laughs> play, play with this firework if you want. Yeah. <laughs> Freud's is great because you can tell them like, look, I don't know, just surprise me. And they go, do you like things sweet? Do you like things a little sour? Do you like it sharp? And you go, I don't know, sour. And they will bring you the best thing you've ever had. See, that's yeah, why yeah. I, I like cocktail bars is that it's always, it always feels like the bartender's flirting with you, which. Yeah. 
like but they were sweet. but they're always flirting with masood yeah well always. Mm, yeah. Aren't, aren't we all trying to is that let's do it <laughs> hang on i've never tried flirting with masood i'm gonna do it right now oh, so uh, what, what kind of mic is that um it's a it's a, it's a Samson G track pro. I can't do this. <laughs> that sucks. Ah, that sucks. Oh, I'm so bad at this. Um, but Masood, what are you drinking? What am I drinking? Well, um, I unfortunately have got a slight tickle in my throat and a <gasps> voiceover job coming up. And so You're having a lame sip. No! I'm having a lame sip. Lame I'm having sip. some water. We call it hey, you know what, It's Whoa. okay, Masood, because yeah. Juliet rocked up with two cocktails. This is true. <laughs> yeah. Well, so yeah, so balance so is out, you know? So there's you've had your drinking <clears throat> for both, both of you are drinking for me. Yeah, I rocked up at your bar with my own two cocktails. Your own two drinks. Because <laughs> and... she knew Masood would only be a letdown in the old drinks. You'd be like, water? <laughs> but fair enough, Masood. If you've got a voiceover job coming up, you've got to look after that beautiful, beautiful voice. That's it. Look at her flirting. It's, uh, oh, that's that's the flirting. You there see, you that was no, it was wait. stealth flirting. Actually, yeah, stealth. Yeah. I'll take it back. That was I didn't even notice. That was <laughs> but, but do you know what? Actually, it was so good because I didn't know I didn't recognize it as flirting, but I did recognize it as oh, okay. So uh, I'll leave Juliet and Masood to talk. There you go. <laughs> it was good. That's it. it good. And then me and Chris went and stood by the fruit machine and had an argument. <laughs> Susan was berating me for something and I was just kind of Id idly sort of like tracing the dado rail with my fingers. A bar has a dado rail. And Chris, what are you drinking? What are you having? I'm 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 drinking something called the flying machine. It's called the flying machine. Oh my god, that's such a good name for a cocktail. And it is, it is a, a really cocktail. cool name for a cocktail. It's uh, spice rum, orange liqueur, fresh lemon Ooh. juice, Angostura bitters, and it's topped up with ginger beer. Oh, oh my god, that sounds, like, that sounds amazing. Super nice. Yeah, and super nice. as you've just said that, I've nearly finished the nice one of mine and I'm gonna have to move on to the shit one. So way to make me jealous. It's like how, like not that we got a lot of Bible stories at my primary school, but I remember the Jesus turning the water into wine. They really built up how so they all had really nice wine at this wedding. And then the, <laughs> the next wine they'd had to go to was like pure fucking shit. Yeah. And Jesus, and they were like, oh God, it's pure fucking shit. And Jesus went, don't worry, I got this coming. <laughs> like, yeah. I remember the primary school teachers really bringing that home. So Yeah, like really yes. like selling that bit of like, oh, but the wine they had was oh God, It was pure like, bullshit. So you Jesus like, went, you ever had don't box worry. wine? It was like that fucking box wine. <laughs> You Jesus was like, hey, I'll make this $8.99. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, please. What's that? Six oh, wine. See the mistake. Are we sure that it wasn't just Masood like, um, like decanting it from the co-op bottle um, yeah. into the... I think it was. Like... Are you saying Masood's Jesus? Because that's some grade A flirt. Isn't it? Just... <laughs> I call him Jeebus. Jeebus. <laughs> but it wasn't... But wasn't Jeebus um, a little bit celibate, apparently, according to some rumours? I don't know. Oh, my God, Masood. We're finding out all kinds of things about Masood. Oh, God, that, that cocktail's awful. My, my, my nose is burning. <laughs> <laughs> it's the kind of thing if you go to like a, if you go to like an all-inclusive holiday park and they're like here's like the special of the park and you're like oh i'll try that and you have one of them and you're like fuck this. <laughs> the nice thing about this awful the awful second cocktail is that whenever i'm whenever i spit it out i can either i can just pretend it's because i found something one of you guys said really really funny um <laughs> Take I that. say pretend. I say that pre I pretend. Obviously, everything you guys say is hilarious, especially Masood. Do you see how you build? Do you see how you build? Do you see how you build on it? It's like you've got the foundation with the voice, and then you just keep going. It just keeps. Well, I just. 
I need yeah. you to be aware that these are my podcast husbands. Oh shit! <laughs> if you if they want to wow. cheat on me, like they're allowed, but it'll have to be just for a podcast. Tell you what, <laughs> wife Sue's is bad enough, but wrong the wife Sue's. Yes, Jules, we have a we have a little bit of a thing where <clears throat> there's wife Sue's, and she's very accusatory, and uh, she does things like. Noticed that you laughed a lot at Juliet. Anything yes. else? <laughs> but wronged wife Sue's, it's just flat out murder. Okay. Oh. Is that is that a way of segueing into the mystery on the rocks? Oh yes. Mystery. Oh, that is a great way of us it would saying. Be. Chris, what have you got for us? Yeah, it would be if it had, <laughs> if it had anything to do with murder this week. Oh shit, it's not. Oh, just can you not just put a little bit of murder in there? Um, we love killing. We're white women. <laughs> <laughs> it is the Sonora Aero Club. Well, sorry, what? Sonora. Exactly, yeah. The Sonora, Sonora Aero, Aero Club. Club. Sonora is a town in California. Mm-hmm. And the story goes that in the late 1960s, mm-hmm. a, a house burnt down. An ordinary house, doesn't really matter which. Yeah. And um, the damage <clears throat> uncovered some notebooks. And those notebooks were a lot of um, artistic drawings by a man named Charles Delshow, okay. who had been a German immigrant. He died 40 odd years previously. He died in 1923 at the age of 93. He was born in 1830. He'd come oh, to America. Hell. He'd come to yeah. America in 18... 18- 49 when he was about uh, 19 uh, maybe 18 depending on when he was born this is um, gold rush era yeah, yeah. so he that's why but what, what was his name what was his name again what was the sexy artist's name uh, charles <laughs> delshow charles charles delshow charles. okay charles and, delshow um, the house charles. Uh, oh charles <laughs> in the house they found a lot of these notebooks now he wasn't known as an artist uh, at the time it was posthumous recognition because these these drawings like t- 12 massive notebooks um, they were uh, discovered to have a load of artwork that was not dissimilar to what kind of Terry Gilliam did for Monty. Oh, great, amazing. There was a lot of stuff about this Sonora Aero Club. Now, the Sonora Aero Club was meant to have taken place in the 19- mid-19th century, so sort of like about 1850, 1860, 1870, around that sort of time. And it was a group of people that were trying to make aeroplanes way before... Uh, Wright Brothers did. Yeah, way before the aeroplanes existed. And uh, a lot of the artwork was a diary of this sort of time. And apparently they came close. There was a lot of these people that uh, they'd get together, they'd get drunk. Not for not for a financial gain either. They just wanted to conquer the skies. And they, Hello. Were, trying to, they were trying to get together to make these these fly machines. And he designed a lot of them in these drawings. Uh, they, I think they, they definitely dated the books when they found them and they Wait, were Wait, like, who dated the books? How sexy were the books? Yeah, yeah, come on. <laughs> there weren't any fellas around, so they had to the do books. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Charles. <laughs> they'd, they'd, they'd fuck anything. <laughs> oh my God, this artwork, it's so Get good. Get your tracing paper out, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, I'm glad that came back. Thanks, Masood. I wasn't expecting a big it. callback, Jules. This comes back um, to a callback where we said that very chaste people who like porn trace it and then look at the traces. Do you know what? I laughed because I was imagining that somebody was like, "I really like my penis. Could you please just trace, trace it? Trace it. <laughs> 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 just shove it in the notepad. Trace oh, um, me, knob. Yeah, that's what <laughs> life drawing is. Trace." Oh, Charles, trace me now, oh, God, is Charles is Charles dating a woman with that voice? Because yes. that that's a that's a beautiful story of coming together of She's people with very different ready. backgrounds. He, I like he, this. He calls her rough. And also, this is a very sort of like it's quite vague because uh, there's not, the only record of the club is in Charles Delshaw's work. So he wrote oh, so like some anecdotal. diaries about it as well. Basically, okay. I'll mm. cut to the end. The mystery is: did the club exist, or was it a work of fiction? Oh, um, so 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 there was a house that burned down. The notepads survived. Uh, yeah, so they uncovered the notepads, uh, the notebooks. How did the notepads survive? I don't understand I don't, how. Well, I think they, I think they were um, like hidden away in the house, like either in a cubby hole that um, the fire didn't spread to. Uh, actually, in some accounts, they were just left on the sidewalk, discarded. So let's say the person. I suppose, yeah, art's in like beauty's in the eye of the beholder. So if somebody was to discard them for no, like, just like, oh, we don't want them, and then somebody else can be like, oh, what are these? We'll take them in. Mm. I don't, I don't understand why you wouldn't show it to somebody first before leaving them on the sidewalk. Um, yeah, because they're, yeah. They're, they're weird looking. The, the the book, the like, the artwork is weird looking, certainly for the time it was drawn. So oh, okay. Um, and did did Charles, my future husband, who was already dead, um, did he did yeah, he definitely a hundred years? Right, yeah. But you know, I I have high expectations I of men. So listen, no, I'll tell you what though, Juliet is grade A at flirting. If anyone. Can... <laughs> <laughs> oh, Charles. Wait, Chris just meta flirted me. Did you see I that? Did did you I see? Did see that? I did. I, if I did, I did it by accident. I'm that bad at it. That I, <laughs> I can't believe this is how I lose my podcast husbands. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Suze, Suze. Oh, no, don't worry. Suze, it's, it's... I was like, oh, we should get Juliet on. We should get Juliet on. And she's, she's sitting there like this, seething. She's unbelievable. Like, unbelievable. Um, Suze, you know, you know, you know, honey, that what I'm doing is I'm just working my way through the level one, level two bosses, and I'll get, I'll get to you in the end, darling. All right? I'm the final boss. The final boss. I'm Roman. Let's just backtrack. There is that Juliet has probably leveled a few little barbed insults at me and Masood but like she's so yeah. good at it that we just don't it's like yeah, yeah. We're just like, well, <laughs> don't well, that's, that's, that's because Chris I'm level two boss you're level one I'm a little oh, I'm level <laughs> one. Oh, okay. Chris is Green Hill Zone boss oh there's Top Knot Masood Top Knot Masood's coming out oh there. yeah Juliet um, I've never top met Top I've never met Top Knot Masood so basically Top Knot ah. Masood is Masood with a Top Knot which is something Chris and I only imagined when Masood's camera broke once and then the cameras and we were like he can do anything and then the camera started working again and Top Knot Masood looks terrible oh he See? looks terrible <laughs> Top Knot Masood is everything Masood wants to be oh but you can live and, that uh, dream and- so so i'm gonna resurrect charles from the dead with my grade a flirting right is that yeah. the plan if you want, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go for he's it. 180 years old also, 190 years old after he died obviously he found some level of fame with with this um, so mm. the notebooks became. Oh, interestingly, the notebooks actually seem to start with the picture labelled sixteen hundred and one, which wasn't the date. It just implies that sixteen hundred other 
works of his are lost. Sort of. Bloody oh. in the fire, in the fire, yeah, maybe. Possibly, possibly, the possibly. Are they all um, just like pictures of knobs? Did he die <laughs> in the fire, or did he die elsewhere? No, was, no the fire was fire. forty odd years after he died. Mm. Okay. Right. Okay. So it's not. I was going to say, did he not just like, leave the house one day and go? Well, my house is burning down, and these this artwork is shit. Fuck this, and just threw yeah. it on the ground. No, he and died then in nineteen. He yeah. died in nineteen twenty-three. The books were found in the sixties. Okay. 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 Mm. And that was his house that he had lived in. Excellent question. After his death. His home remains in the home in the hands of his descendants. Sorry, Julia, he's got kids by the look of it. Are you all right with baggage? Oh, uh, I, I, I'm, I never used to be, but having had a few years of like lockdown and stuff, I'm, and that was like self input. A few years, the years, this one year of other people locking me down, and the rest of it was just me doing myself mentally. But um, like. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm fully on for that. Like, I'm so, up for I'm up for a challenge. I like hard yeah. work. I am hard Me. work. <laughs> um, so yeah, it was the fire of that house that um, led to the discovery of the books and a uh, local antiques and used furniture dealer paid a hundred dollars for the lot of them. Oh, um, okay. He, he had them. He had them in his store under a pile of discarded carpet for over a year, and then. In 1968, an art student stumbled upon the notebooks and persuaded him to, like, not give them to her, but lend them to uh, yeah. the university for a display on the story of flight. Because, again, the drawings were drawings of free flying machines. Yeah. Hence. Sure. Ah, uh, yes, I was going to say. The drink, the flying machine. The flying Very machine. Oh, oh, I forgot what that was called. <laughs> I thought it was the aviator. That's another, that's another... Cocktail. Um, the, the Navigator, though, I watched that. Yes, yesterday. That was good. Um, it's a good film. It's such a good the film. Mirror, the mirror effect they do on the ship is very good. It's very, very good. Um, I posted so... it. You know, May the Fourth. Yeah. They say it's Star Wars Day because May the Fourth be with you, lol. I always yeah. post a picture of the Navigator. <laughs> nice. I like how people get really annoyed about Star Wars stuff. They're like. <laughs> Give it that like, that's not Star Wars, that's a navigator. I'm that's like, navigator. Ah. I go, um, I love Star Wars to infinity and beyond. For <laughs> <laughs> um, me recently, it was that like this, this new, this new realization of just how posh I sound. Cause I really genuinely, I genuinely in my head, I thought I sounded really relatable, but actually it turns out, <laughs> no, I really don't. Um, even I can't relate to myself. Um, the past will always catch up with you. <laughs> yeah. I was, well, that's it. I was like, okay, there's only one person in the entire universe that will understand how this feels. It's Luke. It's like Luke when he realizes that um, Darth Vader, his father, is the most <gasps> evil man in the galaxy and also mm -hmm. the Empire paid for his education. It's that kind of level of. <laughs> oh, holy shit. It's like, <laughs> Me and Skywalks. Yeah, that's so. Um, basically, the, only, the best way I can cope with it is that Luke didn't have an amazing cocktail that is bright blue. Like, how blue is that? He had blue milk, though. Yeah, I was going to say blue milk. I was just about to say blue milk. Oh my God. What is, what's blue milk? What's blue milk? In Star Wars, they drink blue milk. Yeah. Oh yeah, I've, t I've totally watched that film and didn't fall asleep in the middle of it. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I'm, well, I'm doubly impressed about the, uh, the little quip about the Empire paying for his education. That's very funny. Very good. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. 
That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. So some art student paid... The, uh, uh... <laughs> Every time they changed hands, they sold for more and more money. Yeah, if you think about the original, so Fred Washington was the local antiques dealer. He paid $100 for all of them. Yeah. Mm. And then the art student, Mary Victor, in 1968, persuaded him to... To borrow them. To, to lend them to the university as a display yeah. on the story of flight. She brought them to the attention of an art patron and a collector named Dominic de Menil. And uh, the double she... D. That is a name. That is a oh, name. Juliet, I can't actually. It's so crazy that throughout this podcast, like every episode seems to throw up a really great name. That's yeah. like we get some good names. In this what, are, yeah. what are your best names that you can remember? They're like, they. Well, I think we need like some sort of chart of how. Clavius Narcisse was pretty good. That's Clavius cool. Narcisse. That was, our, that was an early episode. That was with Nish Kumar. That was it the was, zombie yeah. one, wasn't it? Yeah. It yeah, was, yeah. yeah. The Haitian yeah. zombie. That's a yeah. good one. Um, I, I like. What was this one? Dominic Delimnil. Uh, uh, yes, she was called. She was called Dominique Demenil. Demenil. Uh, she bought four of the books. Bear in mind, there's twelve of them. She bought four of them for fifteen hundred dollars. So Fred, Fred, but they were. But they so were Fred had bought twelve yeah. for a hundred. Yeah. Yeah. And then Dominic bought four of them for fifteen hundred. So there was eight left. Uh, so seven were purchased by a guy named uh, this is th- what makes me laugh about this is that it says peter and then in brackets pete because <laughs> <laughs> that's an important point that's an important point so it was bought, they were bought by peter pete g navarro and he <laughs> was a ufo researcher ah so he thought uh, these might have been ufos or something yeah well uh, UFO he, researcher. He, he studied them he sold four of them back onto uh, a museum in san antonio and then one book ended up in the private collection in Paris, belonging to a guy named Bruno Descham, who was a French filmmaker. It's another great name. What a great yeah. name. Uh, they all got spread out, basically. Uh, oh, okay. Some of them got dismantled and individual pages got sold. Well, so like... This, like it, it just gets more um, pricey each time. Yeah, I get this, Masood. Uh, in 2016, a double-sided page dated 1919 sold at Christie's for $22,500. Jesus. Just one d- page. One double-sided page. What was on it? Shopping list. It's a shopping list <laughs> on one side. So they, they, they were all a part of a, collect- a collection at the beginning, and then they all kind of got dispersed, and everyone's been trying to try trying to find them ever since? Is yeah, that... have they been trying to bring them all back um, together? Actually, that's a, a very like... good question. So, I th- uh, yeah, I don't know whether all of the pages are now accounted for, but obviously some of them are completely lost because they weren't found in the original 12 notebooks. Yes. Because those 12 mm, notebooks, up they to start, 16... They, yeah, they started at uh, 1601. Yeah. So, yeah. 
And and that's that's only if he that only the ones he numbered. He might not have numbered. Well, oh. this, this is almost um, like an infi- like the Infinity Stones in Avengers, you know, like kind of just. Are you going to say something really incisive about that and then say, "Yeah, I tried watching that film." I I I did. I I that's the one the one uh, franchise that I have watched up until ever and the most recent recent thing because I'm afraid <laughs> I'm a diehard Avengers fan and I might have a Black Widow cosplay outfit. Um, yeah, <laughs> I have no idea. Um, basically, we should all go do a cosplay uh, at Freud's. I think that they'll let us in. Oh my god, they would let us. Yeah, yeah. like they're not yeah. going to go. They would let us as long as Masood's with us because the barman really liked Masood. Do you remember? Yeah, I oh, remember the- that. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, the barman. Yeah, the barman was an open spot. That's why. <laughs> I just I thought it was just the link back to the fact that everyone flirts with Masood. Is that not the uh, both bit of both? It's a bit Six of both. one, little half bit, little bit. But yeah, this, um, in this in this scenario, it was basically the bomb was like, "Hey, I know you. You're a comedian," and we were like, "Oh." And, and, and then Sue's got us. cross, and I went. I went and sort of fiddled with the dado rail. <laughs> yeah. We kicked each other's heads in, me and Chris. And then that, <laughs> that was so. I was, that I was, was when, the um, bar, just looking lovingly into the bartender's eyes as we talked. Like, oh yeah, that was that it. Was when, they were in love. That was when Sue spilled her drink. She was oh, so yeah. drunk she spilled her drink, and then mm. uh, and then she went. Anyone for a swim, and then jumped into the puddle of water. <laughs> Uh, a thing that I did and that was I think at that night I thought it'd be very funny like okay so Jules you've probably yeah. witnessed this I have a thing where I go spring break and then I flash everyone whatever is under my top now sometimes that's a bra sometimes it isn't um I have not I witnessed think, this and I would remember ah, that okay yeah I go spring break and I yeah everyone gets an eyeful but sometimes it's just like another top but I did do that in this bar. And what I was wearing underneath was another top. But I did do that. And it was not unfitting because uh, Freud's looks a little bit like a speakeasy. Mm. I love that. Like, I've, what I love is it sounds like, in my mind, it sounds like the combination of incredible elegance and op- opulence mm. and also incredible debauchery and blue yeah. tongues. That's what yeah. I mean. Yeah. It's a lot of blue yeah. tongues. Blue tongues. Blue tongues there. <laughs> they you can't a, actually a, get in unless you have a blue tongue, I'm mm. sure. You um, also, I do look like I have filleted someone from Avatar right now. So. Hey. <laughs> I just feel like Juliet is finding specific ways to flirt with nerds. <laughs> yeah, you lose someone the, from Avatar. I've got, I've got, I've got a Black Widow cosplay. Hey, Black Widow hey cosplay. what about yeah. that Konami code? <laughs> Guys, up, it's been up, a, left, it's been down, a right, right, start, select, A, B. Ah, Masood, of course you know it, you fucking nerd. <laughs> you big fucking nerd. Hey, Masood, you're a big fucking nerd. <laughs> this is what I've been missing from my Twitch channel, clearly. Um, see, yeah, le- well, level spring up. Break. <laughs> oh, spring break. She's spring, spring break, break everybody. A spring break. It's spring break. I thought I'd been working my way up the levels, but actually it turned out it was really easy to just yeah. float with Susan. Yeah, just, yeah. just go, yeah, just straight in the spring breaks. Chris, where did we get to? Uh, what's going on with the mystery, you ask? Yeah. So there's some doubts about whether or not this was a real club. Club. Or whether or this, not this it was. Club. Ba- but yeah, so basically uh, the pictures about, uh, about the fly machines and his writings, mm. his writings chronicled the life of this club as if he was the minute keeper. Right, right. right. Gotcha. When he was a younger man, and there are some 
debate whether or not was that real or has he made all of this up? Mm. So, is this in notepads with the drawings? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's part of his works. So um, the uh, the writings describe the club as a secret group of flight enthusiasts who met mm-hmm. in Sonora, California in the mid-1800s, gold rush time. And according to Del Show, what, this is this is this could either be, this does not prove or disprove the existence of the club. Okay. Yeah. So when I tell you, you might be going, oh, well, then the club was a piece of shit. That's not necessarily true. It just might mean they're just having a laugh. Okay. okay. So according to Del Show, right. one of the club members discovered a formula for an anti-gravity fuel. Uh, now, obviously, then you go, well, he's made it up, hasn't he? But I don't yeah. see why that can't be just them dicking about. Gotcha. Um, oh, well, uh, just, okay. Yeah. So the, uh, basically, because their mission was to design and build the first drivable aircraft using yeah. what they called NB gas and propulsion. And they didn't call those machines, uh, they called them aeros because they were in the air. And that's where Sonora Aero Club comes from. Okay. Uh, oh. Del Show okay. was never a pilot or an engineer or designer. He just liked to draw. He <laughs> <laughs> was a guy who liked to draw and they're like... Or he could draw. So uh, yeah. he was like, I could do these. Oh, right. Yeah, Tell me what you need now. and I can draw them. Were uh, any of them engineers then? Do we know anything else well, about the other members? Oh, the, the other people. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad you asked because, <laughs> yes, uh, some names crop up. Are, are they um, good names? Are they as good as the names that we've already had? Because uh, oh, give us some good names. As up to 60 members across its life. Oh. Uh, so there cool. was a guy named Peter Menace, who was the inventor of <laughs> the, Peter liquid, Pete the, liquid, the liquid fluid. I'll uh, take it back. That's a terrible name. The liquid fluid. <laughs> there was, this is part, this is, this comes from his Charles, Charles's writing. On one night in 1858, a man by the name of Gustav Freyer. Better name, better name. Pretty yeah. good. Only marginally though. It's only because I hit you with Peter Menace. That's true. In 1858, Gustav Freyer stood up and presented his invention. Direct quotes here, by the way, if you're interested. The Aero Garda was an airship. His idea was it would be surrounded by a hamster wheel kind of cage so that it would protect whoever was ever inside it when it landed. He was a very skilled mechanic. He went up and he took the chalk in hand and he designed it all for them and he told them what it was because that was part of the rules. If Mm -hmm. you're in the Sonora Aero Club, you had to explain what what your flying machine was and how it worked. Mm. Um, Now, that's why I also think it could be a real club. They could just be having a laugh. Yeah, it just it feels like something a lot of rich people would do. They're just yeah. like, let's so, make airplanes. Why not? Yeah. So was it like like they don't the airplanes don't have to fly? It's just you just have to come um, with the design of a yeah. hypothetical airplane that yeah. could fly. So that's why uh, uh, they did try and design the, the this anti gravity oh. fluid. But anyway, Gustav Freyer, direct quote: here, Brothers, you all know I am not quite a professor. I give you a nut to crack. My idea is to put a guard fence all around the machine to fall, land, easy and always safe, to keep some of you smarties from falling out. Smarties. Uh, he is uh, sassy. Yeah. He's yeah. sassy. He's got a lot of he sass. Is, he is sassy. And then he says, well, now some of you have to pay the treat for me. Tell you the truth, I am busted and dry as a fish. So they've just bought okay. him drinks, lifted up their glasses, toasted his good health. That's the kind of club it seems to have been. So yeah. there is show up, no- show up with no money and ask for fucking drinks after you. But, yeah, yeah. But, 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 you, but he did have to design that is true. That's a true, flying yeah. machine when yeah. that was fancy. It would be like us having to design a time machine and explain theoretically how it could work. So it was, it's basically like a massive parlour game of you just turning up and going... That's what it sounds like. Yeah. Oh, here's a picture yeah. that I drew, and here's my, me kind of just, like, if, like 
yeah um improving around what yeah. how it would work and now if i entertain you for long enough you buy me all the drinks for tonight <laughs> it so feels like a board game that would come out yeah. now it's an improv people, game yeah. it's yeah, an imp- it's, it's an improv yeah. night that's what it is that's what which we're is why about. i think a lot of people have gone oh well what they were doing was fancy the club could never have existed it was all fiction in charles's mind and i'm not sure that's the case i think yeah. the club could have existed yeah. but the intentions could not have been what people think they were you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, anyway. so the, the people, people, just to be quite clear, people think because mm. like my brain is not clear, um, but people think that they are we were actually trying to build aeroplanes that would actually fly. Yeah. So the uh, UFO, so, yeah. you remember the mm. UFO guy from earlier? The UFO yeah. guy oh, yeah. the, the books. Oh, he yeah. thought he thought that they were onto something and designed a lot of prototypes of air travel like decades before. Uh, mankind made those advances but the key here is that he's a ufo writer and i think that says something and like a conspiracy theorist he's looking for things you go back far enough like leonardo da vinci was posting pictures of like here's my flying machine posting pictures like he's on instagram he was was, um a big tweeter You're gonna, you go, he had like you 100 across the media, and there's all them photos there of him just like <laughs> little... He actually follows me. I have you. He, uh, <laughs> he did the Vitruvian Man, and then the next post was a little inspirational quote that says "Slay Queen." <laughs> <laughs> he was like, "If you can't up, handle yeah. me at my best, you don't get me at my worst." And it was yeah. like, "Oh, Leo, we want you at your worst." He was like, "Okay, here's my worst. It's a shit plane that won't fucking fly." <laughs> yeah but then um, he got involved with that that like that media queen like that that you know like the it was what was her name it was it wasn't kim kardashian it was mona lisa he got involved with her oh, and then yeah. like right. fucking hell just like it went so she yeah. was um, quite something So this this UFO writer, he was convinced that they were real. And the reason their technology never went mainstream and disappeared after airship sighting was that he's uh, was it represented the beginning of a breakaway civilization. So then you're back into that conspiracy theory. Right. Uh, Nazis in in uh, the center of the earth. In the center of the earth on the moon. Hollow Earth, like, yeah. Yeah, so, so it's, earth, baby. Uh, yeah. While we're on the um topic of members of the Sonara Club. We're always mm. on topic of members. Oh, <laughs> hey. <laughs> I have that so counts sorry. As, I don't think that counts as flirting. It counts as a pun. And I, I didn't unfortunately because I'm reading the article, I didn't see Masood's reaction to it. He so. laughed. Yeah. What did you laughed. think about that kind of pun? Well, see he put his finger in his mouth. He was like, Because oh. it was a dick joke. Was it a dick joke? Yeah, so okay I think if it? it's a dick joke, it's okay. You've got um, a lot of caveats about why you yeah. like puns. You know what? Maybe it's the people delivering them that I don't like. Oh. <laughs> he was like Juliet, she gets a free pass. I like it. <laughs> maybe that's what um, it is. We're getting a lot of top knot this episode. Yeah. I'm, I'm maybe I just hate it. you guys. <laughs> I'm enjoying it, but also like my flirting. Who was my defl- flirting directed to? I don't know. I'm, maybe it's towards myself. I it should was be... quite general. It's like I a think maybe, yeah, no, it's, is it, yeah. firing it's it out. I'm just firing it out to everybody, and as long as it's somebody oh, yeah. feels the benefit, I'm fine with no it. No one in history um, flirted desperately before this. So, uh, <laughs> uh, one thing, one thing I will, uh, I'll, I'll say because. Obviously, we're talking about. Can you tell me the names of people that are in the club? Yes, uh, mm. Peter Menace. You didn't. You weren't keen on it. Gustav Freya. A little bit more keen. How about this one? Yeah. There yes. was a man apparently in the Sonera Club called John G. Trump. 
the uncle <gasps> Donald Trump. What? Donald Trump. No. In the words of Jeremy Corbyn, here we, here we, here we fucking go. <laughs> so John, John G. Trump, apparently was one who's Donald's uncle. Apparently was one of the FBI agents who went through <laughs> Tesla's documents after he died. No way. Does Holy that? Shit. Hang on. I'm sorry. Am I? I'm just. I'm confused. So he. It was. It was. It was Donald Trump's uncle. Is is Donald Trump? That old? Uh, yeah, he's old. Don- yeah, so uh, when did Tesla die? <laughs> Tes- Tesla died in the early yeah. 1900s. Yeah. Donald Trump was born in the 40s. Yeah, 46, I think. Uh, so, like, it could be 47. great uncle. I wouldn't call him a great uncle. He's no. just an uncle. Yeah, but yeah. I would call my, I would call my, I would, I, I used to call my mum's uncles uncle. Right. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got, yeah. I had Auntie Jean. Yeah. Oh, I she have... was 90. <laughs> when my when my mum's nephew had his children, uh, she hmm. was going to become a great aunt. She was like, oh, I don't like that because I think she was forty eight when it happened. So she was mm. like, I don't want to be a great aunt. So she insisted on not being called great aunt. She insisted on being called Dame Janet. Oh, oh I like that. So good. Janet that Stokes, is... Dame Janet Stokes. My my brother has got has having a baby. It's not actually it's his wife, but yeah, is um, he is, is he is being pregnant? Well, he is a pregnant man, and he said like, "Mum, what do you want to be called?" And my mum was like, "Oh, I don't care," which is not good, is it? So, um, and my brother said, "Well, Fiona, who is that's uh, grandma on the other side, she wants grandma." And mum went, "Oh, well, call me what other." So me and my brother said we're going to call her Cunty. <laughs> and she went, no, don't do that. I was like, it's in my head. I thought it's a... you said you didn't care. You said you didn't care. Yeah, you, didn't care. you said you didn't care. That's exactly so where country. I went in my head. Is that's like, was like, well, you can call me whatever. Oh, we'll call you a cunt then. How about, <laughs> so then, how about that? Ooh, that is <laughs> baby. <laughs> the baby's not going to be born for ages, and also it won't talk for long after that. So you're going to be cunty for a while. Oh my god, I love it though. If you do keep calling her that, and then it, it's the yeah, accidentally the baby's stick. first word. Just, oh. Oh and in God. like in like ten years, we've got this nearly ten year old who's like, "Hello, cunty," <laughs> <laughs> and me and my brother are like, wah, wah, and she has to sign Christmas cards, cunty Anna. She's like, oh, <laughs> God, I... and we're like, "What a valuable lesson, Anna." We could it was all her fault. Yeah, <laughs> nice one. But Think why... a little more carefully. Why are we all so scared of that word? I don't. I don't understand. Yeah. It's a beautiful word. Everyone, if you're gonna have a kid, yeah. Your mother say you're going to be cunty, by the way. I tell you what, I love except, like except, it. Except, except for my mum. My mum won't fucking. Oh, stand Elizabeth! Me. What <laughs> no would Elizabeth way. say if you said we're going to call you? Hey. <laughs> She'd fly over here and kick my ass. <laughs> <laughs> is your is your mum? She wouldn't need quite... a plane either. From I, I oh, exactly. Just, <laughs> just sort of. She'd join this club that She'd definitely exists. Scenario. Make one of these fucking drawings work. And yeah. Make <laughs> way all the way so all did she ever catch you swearing? And what did she do? Oh, yeah. I I swore at her once. Miss Sue, I didn't know you were a badass. Child. Oh, it was the wrong thing to do. She chased me out That's the Sue's house. cracking the... out the flirt in there. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? She, she did, did a bit of a Sue, you're so dangerous. You swore to your <laughs> Swore your mom. Oh, what a bad Go boy. On. Go on, what um, did she so do I, to chase you? I, out of oh, house? she fucking chased me out the house. With a machete. With a big old machete. What was oh, the word? Shit. What was the word that you said? I uh, I, I called her a bitch. <gasps> which was bad. Dude, that, that is bad. very bad. That is bad. bad. I didn't that, know you were a sexist. You can't call a, cunty mm. that. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you call cunty a bitch? <laughs> Oh, <laughs> that 
reminds me of my friend, my best friend when I was a teenager. My best friend, Mike Barrow, he was the oldest of seven. And his, Jesus. and so we were like 14, and the youngest was a baby. And mm. so I grew up with the baby, and her name was Isabella. And we used to always swear, like me and Mike used to go out with Isabella and drive her around in a little. Did people yeah. think they were that she was yours? They did, and they'd yeah. be like, "Look Whoa. at these teen parents," and we'd like, right. "Oh, we'll take her for the day." And so we had this toddler in a pushchair, but she could just about speak. And yeah. once Mike tried to take, and we always swear in front of her. Once Mike tried to take something off her in front of the grandma, and she went, "You bastard!" <laughs> <laughs> and it all, oh, it caused quite oh, a stink because, yeah. like, "You bastard" is pretty like that's somehow worse than if she just ran said shit or something that like yeah. you bastard because <laughs> that's you've taught them that they like, yeah. 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 context we used to yeah. do wheelies with her all around uh, crawley town center and people kids think, love that shit they don't ah oh, she loved yeah, it yeah, yeah. they love they love roughhousing they, oh, everyone and thinks once, like, oh, oh this is bad once we were we were just in like sports direct or something and she just pointed at some poor guy and went look at that fat man <laughs> And we were like, oh, oh. <laughs> she was about can... three. We were probably 16. <laughs> we are like, oh, look at that. <laughs> she said, it's so, look at that fat man. And we were like, oh, it's so sorry. So sorry. Yeah, like, I, but she's, yeah, they're like saying, calling somebody fat, that's not offensive. That's just saying that that, that is, exactly. that's, I observe your body type. Like, that's not, it, it's, it's, it's it. the, it's the, um, the uh, importance that we place on the words in the language. Like, if you are yeah. empowered by a word, then you can use it right exactly that's true she was very empowered but the man <clears throat> did turn around to us like you fucking assholes <laughs> and we were like true <laughs> we were like don't blame us blame her and then we ran off and left the three-year-old <laughs> if, if she had said look at that fat man i bet he's a cunt then that, <laughs> that's she didn't say look at that fat bastard and she knew that word as well exactly so she, she, knew the word. she made a choice we, also, we taught her all like batman uh words so we would drive her through town and be like Oh no, an explosion, and we get her to say kaboom, kablamo. <laughs> That's adorable. This sounds amazing. You were the best teen parents I've ever yeah, had. Yeah, you sound yeah. like a great pair of teen parents. <laughs> I love that though. Though, like the fact that you that you really looked after her, and like I, I feel that way about dogs. Yeah. Chris, <laughs> what's the outcome of this mystery? Like, what do people think? You, you, you tell me. A lot of uh, I don't fucking know, mate. I'm a, a team mum, I don't know. <laughs> a lot of people think that he made it up and it was just flights of fancy. He mm. never got Flights of Fancy! Well done, Charles. Good. good pun, good pun, good, good pun. I made Love it. Him. Well done, Charles. What are you on about? Well done, Charles. <laughs> and Chris is like, but I, and we're like, shut up, Chris. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I can understand you fancying Susan Masood over me. I understand that completely. Of course I do. But yeah, it's the well. sort of time disregard for everything I say. That's what, that's yeah. what, I, that's what I take exception with. Um, oh, shut up, loser. Uh, Chris, um, I, I, I love I love you, and I can't wait to accept your gift of wine next time. <laughs> but then I'm a desperate flirter. So. <laughs> I think this guy was just like, because the idea of flying around in, mach in a machine, that's not new, is it? The idea of it. Nope. It's like... <laughs> Shut up, Jules. Like, <laughs> it's like a time machine doesn't exist, but we can all imagine it. The, the yeah. idea oh, of flying around in a machine isn't new. That, the idea and also, of flying around in a machine. And also, H.G. Wells wrote the time machine like 
at the turn exactly. of the 20th century. Yeah, he so like people can conceive of ideas and then make them up. <laughs> yeah, so this guy was like, yeah, so you like ride around and you pedal real fast, the machine flies about. Little did he know, no, it fucking won't. But he still drew it. Yeah. I think in many ways, and he got his drinks for him. If you, exactly. if you if you draw it, you believe it. Like if you, yeah, if you, yeah you know. You draw it, you believe it. Said Jules, drawing a knob. <laughs> <laughs> it's so Gave true. It, vain, it was a well veiny bastard. It's, it? it's so true. That's all of my notepads. I say that I'm like writing new material, but I'm just drawing knobs. <laughs> Is that new material, so Jules? A, there's a, yeah. There's a, there's a house <laughs> fire thirty years from now, and then just people find it's like, wow, look at all these dicks and these books <laughs> i think it was a real thing i think it was a bunch of as you said like a bunch of rich rich people getting together having a laugh yeah. and being like hey let's just draw well, let's just draw some dicks and turn them into flying yeah, machines i think like and then having a drink I think, like, if you're going to draw loads of pictures of flying machines <sighs> yeah fine do that but why make up the backstory of the fact that it was a club of men that spoke about them like that's boring yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're going to make yeah. it up, it's boring as a backstory. So yeah. I, think yeah. I think the club happened. Right, Whether or not thing. they were actually thinking they could do it is no, it's just it's like it's like the, it's like Juliet was saying. It's like it's like a parlor thing. They're just a bunch of lads having a laugh, yeah. playing cards, smoking cigars, talking about women. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, yeah. it's that kind of you know turn of the century, eighteen hundreds type of thing where they're just like, man, let's draw some fucking pictures or whatever. Meanwhile, meanwhile, the 18th century, 1800s women were off like ruling the world and taking over the patriarchy and gradually changing the world for the better. And banging. <laughs> it's a wonder. It's a wonder that men have done anything if that the majority of the time they were spent in darkened rooms drawing pictures of planes and drinking. Like that's yeah, really just and stuff has got. That, yeah, they're they? Just like, uh, let's some they could have been out digging for gold. Yeah, to be fair, that is how mm. I feel about my lockdown experience as well. <laughs> <laughs> I could have been out digging for gold, but I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, what was I thinking? Just been drawing pictures of knobs. Masood, I feel like your um, conclusion is very cohesive. I feel like um, Suze's conclusion agrees with that. Chris agreed with both of you, but he didn't ask me what I thought. <gasps> it's not my job to ask you. Masood is what do you Masood does the round. Don't you <laughs> yeah, don't blame yeah. me. You said you said you Masood, listened to the podcast. I'm not sure you did. I I've I have listened to it. I Why might... do you lie to my husband? <laughs> <laughs> I I lie because I love that's not a quote. I lie it's, because I love. I lie because I love. <laughs> Inspirational quotes. There you go. Inspiration. Um, who's asking me the question what about you, what I think? What, I'm do, what do you think, Juliet? Yeah. What, what's your theory on this? I think this is one of the best podcasts that ever existed. <laughs> yeah, agree. The course, Guardian amazing. said so. It's well, Thanks, I Guardian. I agree with the Guardian, and Thank in terms you. of flying machines, I feel like the real flying machines were on this podcast all along. <laughs> yeah, it was all of us. It was us it was four. All of us. We were all we were all flying machines. Well, fucking good job. Well, on that bombshell, Jules, have you got anything you'd like to plug? Not your fanny. <laughs> <laughs> leave it. Oh my leave it avails. Oh, leave I... it avails. Jules went actually. Then no. Oh, <laughs> yes. oh, actually, no. nothing. Sorry. <laughs> Look, you can follow me on social media, but let's face it, that's the only way to get into my... No. 
Uh, <laughs> to I've I've got I've I've got a Patreon as well. These guys have mentioned their yeah. Patreon. Come join me on Patreon. I'm just Patreon dot uh, com forward slash Juliet Burton, and genuinely that's where I post some of my best creative content because I'm too scared to post elsewhere. I've got some oh, gigs great. in the summer, and I'm also excited that I'm going to be uh, doing more in the in the autumn. Hopefully with Suze as well. We're going to do a festival Fuck yeah. in the autumn. We're yeah, yeah. October. We'll do yeah. it near the time. I'll plug this gig and be like, oh, get your ass down true yeah we're doing a thing but this podcast let's face it is going to be evergreen so um yeah uh, let's forget about 2021 guys if you're listening to this in 2023 4 5 6 and 7 uh then hopefully we're still alive and hopefully still drinking and hopefully by now we've been to freud's bar so. i can't wait to go to freud's so that's the summer we're going to go to freud's and we'll, post, we'll post pictures and i'll angle my face down and be like mm-hmm. um you can find mr on the rocks at patreon.com slash mr on the rocks you can find us on twitter twitter.com slash mr on the rocks but rocks is spelled with an x on the end not a cks because x can give it to you uh rp dmx uh you can find us on facebook spelt normally you can find us you can email us mystery on the rocks spelled cks at gmail.com send us an email we'll answer you we're on instagram as well thanks everybody. anyway bye We'll see you later. Bye. 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 Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.